Hello and welcome to Paper to Podcast, where we turn groundbreaking research papers into digestible audio snacks for your intellectual indulgence. Today, we're diving headfirst into the world of loneliness, specifically the effects of social isolation from childhood to mid-adulthood on our brain's aging process. Turns out, too much alone time can make your brain feel like it's getting wrinkles. Roy Leahy and colleagues published a fascinating study in psychological medicine titled Social Isolation from Childhood to Mid-Adulthood. Is there an association with older brain age? Their research found that social isolation in adulthood can lead to an older brain age at 45. If you're feeling smug because you were a social butterfly in your younger years but have since become a hermit, hold on to your hats. The adult-only group had a brain age that was, on average, almost two years older than their actual age. But brace yourselves for the real shocker. The child-adult group, those poor souls isolated in both childhood and adulthood, had brains that were a whole 3.47 years older. That's like three years' worth of missed crosswords, folks. On the upside, the study found that social isolation in childhood alone didn't significantly speed up brain aging, suggesting our brains are pretty tough cookies when we're young. This research gives us more than just a fascinating look into the impact of loneliness on our brains. It also suggests that interventions in adulthood to prevent social isolation might just be the Botox our brains need to stay youthful. The team's methods were as rigorous as a boot camp instructor. They analyzed data from a New Zealand birth cohort, created different categories of social isolation based on when it began and how long it lasted, and then calculated the brain age of participants using structural MRI data. They even adjusted for various factors to ensure that their findings were as solid as a rock. One of the strengths of this research is its longitudinal approach, which is like tracking a marathon runner from start to finish. Additionally, the study's focus on brain structure through MRI adds a biological dimension, exploring the physical impacts of social isolation. Of course, even the best research has its limitations. The study relied on self-reported data, which can sometimes be like asking a fish about its experiences on land. Furthermore, the research was conducted on a New Zealand birth cohort, which might limit the generalizability of the findings to other populations or cultural contexts. Despite these limitations, the potential applications of this research are exciting. The findings could be critical for public health strategies aimed at preventing social isolation, particularly in mid-adulthood. By understanding the influence of life course differences in the onset and persistence of social isolation on brain health, interventions can be more effectively designed and targeted. In a nutshell, reducing social isolation could be a game-changer in improving brain health and subsequently preventing cognitive decline. This study could potentially help in identifying vulnerable groups that might benefit from public services, leading to better mental health outcomes, and quality of life. So the next time you're considering canceling that coffee date because you're too comfy in your pajamas, remember, your brain might thank you for the social interaction. You can find this paper and more on the paper2podcast.com website. And remember, a socially active brain is a happy brain.